Hi, and welcome to Gathered Courage Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Smith. And here at Gathered Courage, it is my aim to help you live an everyday, courageous life. I tell everyone that I know, basically anyone that will listen, (laughs) that no matter what you're going through, God is going to equip you to get through it. He'll equip you for the good times. He will equip you for the hard times. It's just truth, friend. And I'm here to help you know that and live into that. So thanks for listening today. Let's get to it. Today, we are going to continue on in Romans chapter 8, and we're going to check out verses 16 and 17. They read, The Spirit himself testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children, and if children, also heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. So if you didn't get to listen to last week's episode, I highly suggest you just pause this, go take a listen, or pause this and make sure that you read verses 14 and 15. This is kind of an extension of that idea. And at the end of 15, it talks about how we uh, receive a spirit of adoption and to whom we cry out, Abba, Father, adoption into God's family. We can call him Abba. We can call him Father. And this is just kind of an extension of that. What does that mean if we are adopted by uh, into God's family? Uh, 16, the Spirit himself, so the Holy Spirit, capital S, Spirit, testifies. Testifies is one of those words. It's it's basically like gives witness to or evidence of. Um, So he, the Spirit, gives evidence together with our spirit, with us just being created beings, uh, that we are God's children. So the Holy Spirit, we're adopted into God's family, and then the Holy Spirit like gives witness to that, gives evidence that we are part of God's family. And that evidence comes from the fruit, right? I keep going back to Galatians, but <laughs> it's true. The evidence of the Spirit in our life is the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And so we are um, given, testified, we, we have these fruits of our spirit combined with just us as God's creation to show that we are God's children. And then it says, and if we are his children, then we're also heirs. And I think the word heirs in our culture uh, isn't necessarily something that we think about a lot, but maybe in other cultures where there is like a kingship, you know, monarchy type of government or type of setup that is a little more understood. I, even in my family, I'm not really an heir of anything. We don't have a company. We don't have money. We don't have uh, anything that I'm really going to inherit, 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 there it is, that I'm going to inherit Uh, per se. Um, You know, there's definitely some uh, will my mom has that, you know, she's going to give me whatever the house sells for. It's divided up between the kids, you know, all those fun things, right? But nothing like substantial, nothing to where I can claim like I'm the heir of, you know, Amazon. That would be awesome, but I'm not, right? So I think that when we see this word heir, we're a little bit confused or we just don't really think about it the way that maybe those in 
the time where this letter to the Romans was written would understand it. So think of that word. If we're children, then we're also heirs. We inherit, we get uh, all the things that God has. We get all the things that God has. Pretty cool. All right, so we're heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. And that is this idea that you you can't be part of a family, adopted into a family. Well, you can be, but it just doesn't work out really well. A part of a family adopted into a family and get all that the family has to offer without really being in the nitty gritty, right? You, uh, as a child, you maybe aren't part of the the decision making, but in some cases, maybe you are. Maybe you're given some information and asked your opinion, or maybe bad things happen. You're in our example, uh, by the way, my husband found a job. Praise the Lord. He starts soon. Uh, but <laughs> but in our situation, my kids had to suffer with us a bit, appropriately. We didn't put too much on their shoulders. But they knew that daddy was looking for a job and that things were a little bit hard. And so they had to kind of suffer with us. So if we're true heirs of a family, then we we partake in the good, we partake in the hard. And so if indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him, all the suffering that we go through, similar to what Jesus went through when he was a human, fully God, fully human here on this earth, we will suffer those things, but those sufferings will bring glory to God. Um, Just like all the suffering that Jesus went through brought glory uh, to God and glorified our Father. And then ultimately, Jesus was glorified when he died on the cross and was risen and went back to heaven to be at the right hand of God. He was all the things that he did were completely glorified in this this action. And we we will be glorified when when Jesus comes back, we will kind of have this resurrected body and we will have this be in this this new heaven and this new earth idea. So we will be glorified like Jesus is was glorified. And I don't know if I can completely wrap my head around this idea of adoption and being an heir. But that doesn't mean that I can't understand the idea of being brought into this perfect, under this perfect family, because God is perfect, not me, brought into this perfect family where I am adopted, and I then am someone who gets to partake in all of the goodness and all of the suffering, so that the family, our our father, of the family can ultimately be glorified. It's a little bit harder, it's a little bit more abstract, but I definitely think it helps me to gather my courage because I know even without having all the details, I know that I'm in this family and I know that God is my father and that he is perfect and that he wants me to strive for that and that he is never ever leaving me because now he has adopted me 
into his family and I am his heir. I am someone he is looking to, to glorify him, even in the suffering here in this broken world. That can help me gather my courage. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. I hope that you were encouraged by this message and I hope that you will tune in on Friday for another great interview with an amazing woman who tells us her story of courageous living. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.